Hello, and welcome to The Creep End. I'm your host, Brittany. This is my co-host and sister, Kaylin. Hello. It just gets worse every week. I thought we'd get better. Nah. (laughs) Not today. My soul is irritated today. Yeah, well, such is our existence, I guess. Alright, you guys. We're here with episode Six. six. We've made it a whole month. Hey! A whole month, guys. Um, I'm impressed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, man. Oh, and so I've been meaning to give a nice little shout out to my girl Mariah. And I keep forgetting to because, you know, my life is just chaos. But I wanted to shout out Mariah and her podcast called True Hollywood Crime. And uh, she helped me and my sister get set up with ours like i just hit her up and was like what the hell did you do to do this and she gave me all the information she got so she's super awesome their podcast is so fun they tell a true crime story and then a um, movie based off of that true crime story or close enough or whatever but they're super entertaining mariah's like the older sister i never had um, so yeah, go give them a listen. It's THC True Hollywood Crime. And so what do we what do we got for today? Aliens. So probably the first of many alien ones. So yeah, I will love hate with alien stuff because I mean, we cannot be it in the entire universe. There's so, no way we're it. There has to be aliens. So which is which is cool. But at the same time, it's like then you hear all the creepy alien stories about people getting snatched up and all sorts of weird shit and you're like, oh no. <laughs> uh so yeah. I definitely believe in aliens. I believe they have to exist. But I don't like all of the uh I don't like the negative uh no. I don't like the negative press that they get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, we chose just some random alien stuff to get started with, so... Here, let, let me get you started with a dream that I used to have when I was younger about oh, aliens. Please. It... And the only reason that it stuck with me this long, because, you know, you have a bad dream, you get over it, you move on... I've had it multiple times since I was about six. So you've definitely been abducted. I think so. Oh, God. Ew, don't say that. Because... I was kidding. Oh, no. I When I was doing my research, and this is what got me thinking about it, oh, is, no. like, I... In my dream, like, this is, like, me pulling from a... Pulling I, from back, back in the day. Like, I was picked up by aliens. I was stripped down to nothing and put into an exam room. And I was, like, poked at and prodded at. And I, like, the creepiest part about it was, like, they, like, would would slap my butt in this. Which kind of was like, okay, maybe it's just a dream. But because I had it multiple times, I... Some aliens abducted you to slap your booty (laughs) every couple of months. Yep, every couple of months. But I don't know. It just got me really thinking about it because, like, there's some similarities with, like, my notes that I took this week and some similarities in the dream that I used to have every once in a while when I was younger. So, I mean, I mean, who knows? Maybe you were abducted and fucking getting your booty slapped by an alien (laughs) but i used to have a lot of recurring dreams when i was younger but like et was trying to steal my dog like literally i'd have that dream all the time et was trying to open the door of the front uh, the front door of the house to steal patches yeah so i mean i had that dream often i mentioned the last episode the jolly green giant i had those dreams often Obviously, the Jolly Green Giant isn't abducting anybody, as far as I know. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. But it's another cryptid. <laughs> I've been abducted by the Jolly Green Giant. 
please call us now if you've experienced anything like this. Oh my god, that's great. That sounds like a perfect tell-all like article in a in like the sun. <laughs> um, I mean, who knows? Who knows? I mean, I, I've not had like my only recurring dream about an alien was literally ET, but um, like. I've, I mean, I've seen weird shit in the sky that I cannot yeah, 100% explain. Like, there's one time I was out in the front yard, and it was probably, like, 10 o'clock, you know, or just, mm-hmm. like, in high school, we're all dicking around outside, because... We played jackass, guys. Who the hell knows? And it wasn't even... It was me and, like, <laughs> I don't know, just, like, a two friends or something. We were out there, and we were, like, leaning against one of the cars, just, like, looking out. And where we lived, um, a couple, like, a couple blocks away is the water. And, uh, is so, like, there was, this, like, this giant, like, I mean, it looked giant from where we were. Mm-hmm. It was, like, a big old, like, orange blob of light. And it was, like, traveling, like, you know, in a straight line. And we were mm-hmm. like, oh, it's probably a helicopter. Yeah. Or, you know, something. And then it stopped and did, like, a 90-degree drop. Like, so it was going you know, mm-hmm. across, and then just dropped straight down in, like, a perfect 90-degree angle, and we booked it back into the house. Get up. So, like, I yeah. could not explain it. I had Googled stuff, like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe helicopter was looking for something, and nothing was ever coming up. So, yeah. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that was, but, um, and then there's another time where Justin and I were actually, like, outside like stargazing and oh aren't you guys so romantic (laughs) well well when we lived at home you know there was like zero fucking privacy so we'd go hang out outside in the car sometimes and just (laughs) stare at the sky but i remember seeing like look like little triangles like two of them they were like darting Mm. across the sky and I was like, Justin, did you see that? And he's like, what? No. And I'm like, okay, maybe I'm crazy. But like, <laughs> definitely seen some weird shit. But I mean, like I said, there's no possible way. And then like, I'll probably save it for, we should probably save that for another episode. How like the Navy came out saying like, hell yeah, there's aliens. <laughs> or at least unidentified flying objects. Yeah. So, and I guess what a lot of people want you to know is that unidentified flying object is not synonymous with aliens because obviously the government can have weird yeah for sure you know weird crafts that fly and that we don't know about or whatever which uh kind of leads into my portion of today's topic Mm -hmm. and i chose to talk about area 51 that's fun so you want to talk about weird government experimental aircraft um so yeah you ready mm-hmm cool all right now that we all casually learned that you've been abducted do you need to like talk about that more or? <laughs> i don't know when i go see my therapist i'll go talk to her about it now that i've made that connection so no so i did some notes and i think i was abducted now that's definitely fucking creepy though for sure and i feel for you because i don't know that i could live with that if i figured that one out i don't know i should probably say this my best friend in high school and just probably won't listen to this but nicole she told me I could talk about oh, it. Oh, she did. Oh, I'm about to say, like, dang, about to name did. I got, I got all the permission. <laughs> I asked her like 17 different times. But she she used to tell me stories about her getting abducted and probed and shit a lot too in like high school and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was like her younger years that happened or like if it was, but she we would talk about it a lot. And yeah, I believe it. I definitely believe it. And hmm. she's, like, legitimately the only one that knew about my, my little dream story until, like, yeah, right, right now. Until and now, the rest of the five people that listen. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys. Now you know. Now it's definitely creepy, and it just makes, I mean, it makes you wonder, like, is it real, or did you, did we just watch too much TV 
out of our age range as young kids. Well, that could be true, too. Because we Especially, definitely... Especially, you know... We watching did. all that fucking Men in Black and Independence Day. Yeah. And, well, and our our uh, grandma, who's since passed away, but she was a firm believer in aliens and, you know, said lots of times that she saw aliens, like, flying above her house and, you know, uh, she always made me watch Close Encounters with Richard Dreyfus, <laughs> And I just remember being... I just remember forcing myself to go to sleep when she turned that fucking movie on. <laughs> I, just like, I don't care if it's five o'clock in the afternoon. I'm, I'm fucking going to bed now. Like. Yeah. yeah, I just remember like, oh, that's fucking creepy. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, that could definitely be it too. <laughs> But alright, so yeah. Alright guys, Area 51. So, Area 51 is a highly classified U.S. Air Force base located within Nevada... uh, Located within the Nevada Test and Training Range, created during the Cold War. The facility's operations are not made public, although the Air Force says that it's an open training range. So that's, that's all they cop to, what goes on there. Just people train there. Um, Trained to fight aliens. Yeah. Trained to mutilate aliens. I don't know. Um, So it's commonly thought uh, to support the testing and development of experimental aircraft and weapons, which, like I said earlier, like, they 100% say, oh yeah, like, just because you see something you don't recognize in the air doesn't mean that it's not from the military or the government and they they hold to that they're mm-hmm. they're always like no 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 that, like, that's our experimental test crafts like that's not aliens you know which it could be both mm-hmm. <laughs> which i think it's both so because of the secrecy surrounding the base um this has fueled the conspiracy theories about it harboring ufos and aliens the cia only publicly acknowledged the existence of area 51 in 2013 after a request filed in 2005 under the Freedom of Information Act. So it took them eight years years to answer this, you know, this mm-hmm. petition for information. So what did you hide in the eight years before you said, oh, yeah, yeah, it exists, no problem. You know what I mean? And only in 2013, like... That's where the Loch Ness Monster lives, too, guys. Well, no, the Loch Ness Monster is in Scotland. I don't know. I'm just making shit up as I go right now. It's in a lake. I don't know. I don't think Nevada has many lakes. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't hang out in Nevada. So the surrounding area is a popular tourist destination, including the town of Rachel. And it's on what they call the Extraterrestrial Highway. It's believed to be storing alien spacecrafts, as well as examining and attempting to reverse engineer the technology that they find in these spacecrafts. Hmm. Um, supposedly, they also have the material that was recovered from the Roswell crash site. So that's like, you know, from uh, the little saucer that crashed mm-hmm. and a little, gr- little gray alien that was inside, supposedly dead, and they like kind of admitted f- at first there was an alien they were like oh i don't know we don't know what you're talking about it's a space balloon mm. or not space balloon a weather balloon <laughs> a space <laughs> balloon <laughs> you've been drinking oh, gosh. <laughs> no i'm just fucking exhausted i have a six-month-old baby all right so supposedly at area 51 they are studying the occupants of spacecrafts trying to make aircrafts based on alien technology they host meetings with extraterrestrials. They are developing um, energy weapons, which uh, a lot of people thought that's what starts. A lot of people think that's what starts the California fires is like the government testing their laser weapons. <laughs> Interesting. Um, they're developing weather control systems. They're developing time travel and teleportation technology, which I, I condone that research. Let's let's mm-hmm. if we could teleport, mm-hmm. if I could teleport my ass to Disneyland, yeah. and not drive. 
than, than fucking I, bring it on. eight hours. Bring it on. Come on. Like Willy Wonka did it. Come on. We can do it. Um, and then that they're developing propulsion systems, which is how they speculate spacecrafts get around the universe. They have to have a certain, like, I don't know. Don't, I'm not a fucking scientist. I'm not a mm-hmm. fucking rocket scientist, but it's like a, the propulsion system is like, instead of like a fuel engine mm-hmm. and that's how they can like gravitate instead yeah. of. You know, like, we can only do one shot forward and one mm-hmm. shot back. Like, that's how they can move back, forth, and all over. Yeah. Um, a lot of people think there's also activities related to the uh, One World Government or the New World Order. So, that's like a conspiracy that I think all government, all governments around the world are just, and rich people and... Mm-hmm. You know, are all working together, like the Illuminati or something like that. But I was thinking Palpatine and the Sith, Sith Order. But you know, I mean, <laughs> basically, Happy Palp. But uh, yeah. Um. So yeah, that's what people speculate is going on in Area Fifty One. Um, veterans deny uh, the existence of an underground railroad system there so a lot of people think that there's obviously everything goes on underground yeah there, there's you know they do their training up top but everything else happens underground mm-hmm. um so veterans that have worked there deny the underground railroad system uh even though some people have admitted that a lot of what goes on there does happen underground yeah um, there was a uh, mechanical engineer who claimed to be a former employee, and he claimed to have worked on a flying disc simulator, which was based on a crashed extraterrestrial craft. Hmm. He also claimed to have worked with an extraterrestrial that was a telepathic translator. Um, another person claims to have worked on cloning alien viruses although his credentials are questionable and he was also working as a parole officer in Vegas at the time that he claims he was working at Area 51. Oh. But, I mean, it could be on record that he was a parole officer. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, you know what I mean? Well, yeah. they're not going to say, oh, was, he was stationed at Area 51 and working on cloning fucking alien viruses. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. So, uh, people claim that Area 51 was created to... People claim. The Air Force claims that Area 51 was created to test the U-2 spy plane in the 50s. And now they've moved on to like testing drones and stuff like oh. that. Uh, but pe- people have claimed to have seen UFOs above or near the site, and some locals claim to have been abducted and experimented on. And remember how I said that it's called the uh, extraterrestrial highway over there. Yeah. So all through that area, a lot of people, you know, claim to see not just weird-looking space, but like saucers and mm-hmm. you know, k- kind of typically, you know, reported alien style ufos oh um in 1989 uh this guy robert lazar which i kind of want to do a whole episode on him because um, i remember when he came out talking about this stuff a few years ago and i'm honestly pretty sure that this is you know one of the former employees who claimed to have done x Mm -hmm. y and z but um but yeah, so Robert Lazar claimed that he worked on alien technology at Area 51, and he also saw medical photos of aliens. He also claimed to have worked with that um, extraterrestrial telepathic translator oh, okay. as well. So he supposedly was there doing all of it, mm-hmm. um, but he came, I think he was on the... Yeah, he was on Joe Rogan's podcast, um, did an interview with him, and he's come out, like, I'm pretty sure he's, like, he signed, like, an affidavit saying mm-hmm. that he is not lying. 
So that's kind of why I want to do like a separate episode on him. Yeah. When we do another alien episode because like his whole story is like insane. Okay. But he is one of the people that's outing Area 51 Mm -hmm. quote unquote for what it is. Um, So some people believe that the alien conspiracy around Area 51 may have just been egged on by the CIA Mm -hmm. uh, to kind of like hide in plain sight the the uh, military craft that they were working on Mm -hmm. so instead of people going like hey what the hell's our military doing like what the fuck is that thing Mm -hmm. they're like oh yeah it was aliens so they think instead of us questioning our military and our government like okay what the hell are we what are we really creating here (laughs) they were like no it might be aliens so um yeah like have fun with that so they created a UFO office to deal with sightings, <laughs> but most of the sightings ended up being the U-2 spy plane being mm-hmm. tested. And so, yeah, like I said, that they just fostered the alien conspiracy to hide the secret military tech and weapons that they're probably working on there. Mm-hmm. So what, what better way? Exactly. Like I said, hide in plain sight. Yeah. You know, make everyone think like mass hysteria, like, hell yeah, there's aliens here. Yeah, look at all this weird shit they're doing. But there also might be aliens there while they're doing all this other shit. Well, yeah, that's so, <laughs> It's a pretty big area that we're working with. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, it, back in 2019, I'm sure all of you remember the uh, infamous Facebook group, Storm Area 51, They Can't Stop All of Us. That was created by Maddie Roberts. Um, after listening to Joe Rogan's podcast with um, Bob Lazar on it. Okay. <laughs> so uh, he actually ended up, this Maddie Roberts guy, ended up working with a woman from Rachel, which is that town that's close that reports a lot of mm-hmm. um, alien sightings and stuff. Uh, he actually was working, she like owns an inn there. Mm-hmm. And so he started working with her to create the storm area 51 event to bring tour you know she was like let's bring some tourists in let's yeah let's bring this in and like let's do it so they were working closely together um the air force started warning people that things would end badly after more than 1 million rsvps on the facebook page showed up oh shit uh so the fbi even showed up at maddie roberts house asking him you know what the fuck do you think you're doing so that's when he decided to turn it into a like a music festival, and that's oh. when they started calling it Alien Stock. Mm. So they they were gonna turn it into like the Coachella of aliens. <laughs> that way, the FBI and the CIA would back back off essentially, gotcha. and the Air Force and everything. Uh, but because the town of Rachel was too small to take on such a large event, and the local authorities feared that people would end up dying from dehydration in the desert. Which, honestly, would not fucking surprise me. Especially you got a bunch of weirdos coming from out of state that don't understand that Nevada's a desert. Uh, Or that locals, like local landowners, would be angry and that some of them might come out with their guns a-blazing and protect their land. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing that the military threatened with Area 51. If Mm -hmm. you step on here, we're going to shoot you down. Yeah. And that's essentially what ended up happening or no they didn't kill anybody but you know Mm -hmm. so um basically uh uh, maddie roberts backed out nine days before the event was supposed to happen and if you uh, are familiar with firefest everyone was deeming this firefest 2.0 so he spent all this time planning alien stock just to back out nine nine days before and he actually ended up going to like, a secondary event held in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, that was where, just to be safe, like, he was like, okay, I, I, we might get shot and shit might go down and I'm not going to be responsible for people's deaths or people dying of dehydration. Yeah. So he went to some to some event hastily it cre- created in Vegas, which apparently was pretty shitty. Oh. Um, and he was there kind of, like, acting like a celebrity. But the lady that he was working with in Rachel, she was, like, trying to hold it down yeah but some people did show up people there was like i don't know it wasn't a large amount of people but i think nine people were arrested trying to actually storm area 51 or getting close or something but i could be wrong it could have been a little bit more um 
Um, but yeah, so here's some fun facts surrounding Area 51. Um, Obama was actually the first president to ever mention the word Area 51 publicly. Okay. And um, people that believe that the moon landing was faked believe that this is where they filmed it. And uh, they also think that Stanley Kubrick... Kubrick? Stanley Kubrick is the one that filmed it for NASA. And Stanley Kubrick is the guy who filmed The Shining. So I really don't know how you go from here's Johnny to filming a landing on the moon, the landing on the moon or vice versa. Yeah. I know he was a pretty popular director back in the day. And, you know, he was known for doing a bunch of like new kind of wacky, creepy shit. But Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know. Whatever. There's a conspiracy for everyone. Back in August of 2020, the Pentagon announced a new task force to look into unidentified flying objects, and they had actually admitted in 2017 that they'd been running a secret program to study unidentified flying objects. So, with the wackiness, that was 2020. I don't... Between the election, between, you know, Black Lives Matter, between... COVID. COVID and everything else going on. Mm-hmm. Like, basically, the Pentagon came out and said, like, and the Navy both came out and said, yeah, like, we've seen some shit we can't explain, and we've been studying it for a few years now. And then, lastly, back to Bob Lazar. Um, he said that there is an underground railroad system, and that when he was there, they were working on reverse engineering an antimatter reactor-powered alien spaceship. What the fuck? I have no idea what the fuck that means. Sounds intense? Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, supposedly, yes, aliens are there. Alien crafts are there. Reverse engineering alien technology is there. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I'll save Bob Lazar for another episode i'm i'm curious to go listen to his uh joe rogan um interview see how that goes but uh but yeah so that is uh that's area 51 y'all enjoy that bit of information (laughs) (laughs) enjoy that conspiracy theory there's i don't think it's a conspiracy theory but you know there's fun for everyone there's fun for everyone all right what do you got I chose to do my alien research about the famous couple Barney and Betty Hill. Um, So just diving right into their story, you know, because Brittany missed Let's Dive Right In earlier. Oh, I didn't do it. I said it was going to be my thing. Yeah. I already fucked up my thing. It's okay. I I saved your thing. (laughs) You can do my creepy hello next time. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> Anyways. So, in 1961, driving from Montreal, Canada to Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Portsmouth. Portsmouth. Okay, I don't... don't. Portsmouth. Portsmouth. I'm sorry. <laughs> the way I wrote it, it's all spelled... It's, like, spaced out hor- horrendously. Barney and Betty had gone to Niagara Falls as a late honeymoon. And they were pushing to come home at about 10 p.m. after stopping at a diner. Um, As they were coming home, they spotted a bright light on the sky. Barney is a World War II vet, and he thought it was just a satellite or just like an airplane or a helicopter, just something, you know, normal going on in the the sky sky at that time. Mm -hmm. The light moved with the car, and it zigzagged behind the moon, trees, and the mountain ridges. The couple pulled over to get a closer look. Betty said to Barney, quote, if you think that's a satellite or a star, you're being completely ridiculous, end quote. The object in the sky hovered 100 feet above them. Barney again had stopped the car, pulled a handgun out this time, and went into the woods, leaving Betty in the car alone. He saw something as big as a jet, but round and flat like a pancake. Behind the windows, he saw uniformed gray beings. He was trying to pull his handgun out, but he couldn't, and heard a voice telling him not to and to to put down his binoculars. Wait, he had binoculars too? 
Oh, yeah, sorry. I, I missed that part. He, I had totally skipped that he line. He took his handgun and, and then put down your binoculars. Like, wait, is it like a... Yeah, no, he had binoculars in his hand, like, looking at this oh, thing. Sorry, it. I totally skipped over that whole fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he had his binoculars and then, like, pulled out his handgun and went running towards the stuff you usually don't want to run towards. Yeah, go figure. <laughs> but, like, he was frozen and heard a voice... And I'm sure it's, like, how you were saying earlier, like, telepathic. Yeah. Telepathic translator. Linguistics and shit, like. He then ran ran back to the car and sped off. Betty kept track of the object out the car window as they drove. And soon they felt drowsy and lost consciousness. I hate that word so much. They lost Uh. conscience. (laughs) I hate that word. So 35 miles and two hours later, they were back. Back to the same spot? 35 miles and two hours later. Oh, they went back home. No, they were, no, they like lost consciousness, but somehow ended up 35 miles down the road uh, and two hours later. Like they it were, made more sense in my head, I guess, than it did saying like that out they loud. They were back, like, Back where? Uh, months later, Betty checked out UFO books and reported to the Air Force because she was worried about radiation. Yeah. Um, the couple went to a psychiatrist named Benjamin Simon, who specialized in hypnosis. With time, he helped them piece together what they thought happened to them. So going into the story of the hypnosis, um, it was said that after being put to sleep in the car, gray beings walked them into the spaceship. Inside, the couple was separated. They were in an, in an examination room with curved walls and lights that hung from the ceiling. During the exams, clothes were removed, strands of hair plucked, they clipped their nails and scraped skin. Um, and needles were probed into their heads, arms, legs, and a needle about four to six inches was probed into Betty's belly. Ew. And there was a, quote, leader, unquote, who watched from the side while all of this was being done. Ew. Yes. The beings realized Barney's teeth could be removed because he had dentures. Oh, God. Excuse me. (laughs) <laughs> a fact of human aging these beings didn't understand. <laughs> so Betty and Barney got to explain to these beings about dentures. So if you see aliens out there with dentures, you know why. Oh, my. <laughs> they didn't realize they could remove his teeth. <laughs> Uh, later, under hypnosis, Betty would draw a star map she was shown on the ship, showing a map of the star system Zeta, Zeta Reticuli. Mm. Barney and Betty's story became a best-selling book and a movie. The book, titled Interrupted Journey, which published in 1987, and the movie titled The UFO Incident, in 1975, starring James Earl Jones and Estelle Parsons. What? Yeah. Oh, I have to Back, go. like, young day James Earl Jones. Oh, I have to go find that now. Yeah. All right, that's our movie homework. <laughs> what the he- I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. After their story was heard, Air Force took an interest, making it part of the, of the Project Blue Book which is a series of systematic studies of UFOs. However, the Project Blue Book would dismiss the story, saying the couple may have just seen Jupiter. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I went into the woods with my gun and my binoculars, but it was just Jupiter. Yeah. Of course it was just Jupiter. We should do Project Blue Book. Yeah, I think that Project Blue Book would be a good one, just because... I read just a snippet on it, and I was like, oh, that that's intriguing. Yeah. Hurry, write that down. <laughs> I don't got a pen. <laughs> um, but Betty and Barney's story would actually shape how stories like it were told and understood. Uh, the Hills story was not the first of alien abduction, but it was the most legitimate for being well-documented. 
And Betty, for the rest of her life, would actually continue to research, do research on UFOs. Oh, wow. Yeah. Before Barney and Betty's story, aliens were assumed to be friendly creatures who would communicate between their planets and Earth. Movie and novels would then include the medical examinations and missing or lost time. Uh, There's actually a plaque in the state of New Hampshire that keeps the story of Barney and Betty from being forgotten. So it's like this big old sta- like a big old like stand with a plaque and everything that has like the story of Barney and Betty like right around where it happened, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, speculation believes that the couple had not had this alien ab- encounter slash ab- abduct abduction. Holy shit, I cannot speak today. <laughs> but that's because they what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what did I even write? <laughs> um, but people thought that because they were an an interracial couple in the 1950s and 60s, uh, they were go undergoing tremendous amounts of stress, which caused, caused them to hallucinate. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. That's exactly it, what happens yeah. to interracial couples. They all pretend to be freaking or but, hallucinate to fucking alien abductions. Yeah. Get out of here. Uh, that's the that's the most like it was the we're not stupidest thing i've read that's like so covertly racist (laughs) yeah it was it was what there's some of the stuff that i read was actually sure completely fucking awful inappropriate for yeah the podcast um Barney unfortunately died in 1969 at the age of 46 from a cerebral hemorrhage Mm. which was only eight years after the incident um, I went and did my own research to see if radiation could cause cerebral hemorrhages, mm-hmm. and it in fact can. I literally was just wondering that, so. So That's I- That's crazy. Yeah, I was like, maybe it has something to do with it, because it kind of took me back to our previous episode about the old man- getting cancer and stuff oh yeah from the black-eyed kids the black-eyed kids so i'm like well if that kind of thing can happen with that let me just check and see if hemorrhages or cerebral hemorrhages could happen from radiation which it does in fact conclude that it can happen well that makes perfect sense yes um betty actually passed away in 2004 after a long life entangled in the ufo culture so she devoted the rest of her life to researching and doing all this stuff, like, for UFO-type deals. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, You're gonna tell me she hallucinated it. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Um, I did actually watch two YouTube videos, um, two very short YouTube videos, and those will be in our... Um, Sources. Sources, thank you. Told you I can't can't function today. Um so the first one I watched was a video with actual auditory from both Betty and Barney during the hypnosis process. Um in my opinion, like from what I was listening, because they were only like six minute videos, like completely Mm -hmm. short, like and a lot of like doctor talk, <laughs> but from what I heard, like from Bar- Barney and Betty themselves, like they sounded so sincerely scared, like of reliving this entire situation. Like they sounded terrified. Like yeah. the scream in her voice from Ooh. like talking about like the, the probing in the belly and like all this stuff. Like it was it was horrifying. Mm. Um, and some sessions actually had to be ended early because of how scared they were. Like, they had to be pulled from the hypnosis early and completely mm. cut off because of how terrified they both were. Yeah. Um, the second YouTube I wa- YouTube video I watched was with their niece, Kathleen uh, Mar- Martin. And she actually believes that her aunt and uncle were abducted. And she kind of retold their story. Mm-hmm. And she explained that Betty's dress had been torn and ripped. Oh. But when the dress was taken... But the, in, they put the dress in the back of Betty's closet. Like, didn't touch it. Didn't mess with it for years. Yeah. Um, and when that dress was taken out of the closet, it had a powdery substance on it. Oh. That five labs 
looked at and studied and had seen protein and oils that didn't belong to Betty or Barney. Ooh. But they couldn't prove where it actually came from. Ew. Yeah. Um, Ew, pro- protein? Yeah. Ew. I mean, I'm sure that could mean, like, skin cells or something, but that just yeah. sounds like a No, it, yeah, it was, yeah. Ew. Um, it was also said that it was the UFO that night with Barney and Betty was seen by at least 12 other people, oh. and it was on the radar of the Air Force's two radar stations. Oh, go figure. And Air Force said it was a sighting and not a glitch. But yet, turned around and mm. took them out of the Project Blue Book and didn't, like, care to do much more with the story. But I'm just thinking if this is on their two radar stations or whatever, they just didn't want anybody to really know what they saw. Of course not. Like, and that's just unfortunately how yeah fucked up that is (sighs) yeah well especially way back then too nowadays they're admitting that freaking oh yeah we see shit we don't know that we can't explain yeah yeah so yeah it's pretty it's pretty interesting how all of a sudden we're gonna start admitting it and spent so many years trying to erase it from the public eye and I know, like, a lot of people's argument is, like, oh, what would the American public do if they knew about aliens existing? Like, chaos would break loose. But, like, chaos was breaking loose last year. And then they were like, oh, yeah, and there's aliens. Yeah. And nobody even fucking batted an eye or realized or anything. Like, so, I mean, like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they were like, you know what? There's a lot of shit going on. Let's just throw this out there. Maybe it'll fly under the radar and they did it on purpose. Or they were just like, well, everything's in upheaval. Let's just fucking give one more. That's crazy. Their story, their story is hella trippy. And I'm sure the whole, the fact that it happened that long ago, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, didn't help. No, of course not. Nothing. I mean, even people who say they got abducted nowadays, you know, we... We laugh. Yeah. Like, I wasn't trying to laugh at you earlier, though. Like, I laughed... (laughs) You would have laughed at me earlier, too. I think I did. (laughs) Like, I laughed until I realized, like, I should probably take this a little more seriously. (laughs) It's just one of those things that it's like... it, It... It's just so unknown, like... Yeah. You know, they have, like, the men in black, like, memory swipes and, you know. Well, that's a movie. That doesn't necessarily mean that that's real. I mean, but you never know. Like, they probably don't have that device, but, like, what I'm saying is, like. (laughs) I don't think, I mean, I don't know. Who knows? So, yeah, like, I don't know shit about shit, but, like, I don't. I don't know. I don't really trust our government with having that advanced of technology. Oh, for sure. To like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like Japan is so far ahead. Like Japan just built a gigantic Gundam. And Mm -hmm. like, you know what I, I, I don't know. Like, I just don't think America has as in-depth technology as people think they do. But then again, what the fuck do I know? And if they did, obviously they're not going to fucking tell us. Yeah. But at the same time, it's just like, I think some people give our government more credit than I think is due. But I mean, that's my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. And again, what the fuck do I know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anyone who works for the government. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? What, what do I know? But I just sometimes think when people are like, oh, they're hiding so much from us. I'm like, I- I don't know. Like I said, there's a conspiracy theory for everyone. Like, mm-hmm. There's a soulmate for everyone. There's a conspiracy theory for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I just sometimes don't think that the technology is, is there. Yeah. Which is why we're, like, constantly trying to, like, swoop it from other countries. <laughs> but yeah, what, again, what do I know? Um, yeah, so, first episode of probably many of Aliens, because... 
can't have paranormal without aliens and there's lots of different stories and stuff out there so like I said it's one of my favorite things to talk about just not at night and it's getting dark so I'm kind of I'm ready to move on (laughs) honestly this is the first one that didn't like send me shivering like I was actually okay reading about this like I was okay like doing my research like I wasn't like all tripped out like I was on the last few episodes. Mm. I mean, Bigfoot sent me underneath the table. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, Bigfoot. Apparently, Bigfoot's also a conspiracy theory. <laughs> I'm not gonna go back to that. <laughs> so, in any which I'm just like, for what? Like, what could Bigfoot possibly be doing? That's Microchipped a, bears. That's a fucking conspiracy. Like, unless he's, like, a government experiment, and that's the conspiracy. Well, I don't know. Whatever. (laughs) You know, again, there's a conspiracy for everybody. I'm gonna put that on a (laughs) t-shirt. I'd wear it. Oh, shit. So, alright, it's nerd talk time, so if you don't nerd talk, then we'll see you. We'll see you next week. Adam Driver's in a new movie. I know, I saw that. We got <laughs> Lady Gaga and Adam Driver in a Gucci movie. Oh, a I'm Gucci, sorry. a Gucci movie, <laughs> like a Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> well played. <laughs> now I'm very excited to see him. I'm really excited to see the Last Duel too. So yeah, like I was saying, I can't wait to see. Uh, I can't wait for the Last Duel. And then he's in some other movies coming out, so it's nice to see him and other stuff. Yeah, it's just nice to see him at all. I know, apparently in The Last Duel, he got some long-ass hair, so... Oh, baby. I'm there. I'll pay pay whatever it takes to see that movie. (laughs) And I thought I was a creep, but hey, that's all right. I'm just a covert one, I guess. Oh god. I uh I finished WandaVision. Nobody wants to talk to you about it. <laughs> Nobody cuz you need to f- just finish it, dude. It's I like, don't have the mental capability to do it. It felt like ripping a band-aid off that had been covered with duct tape that was also super glued on and I sobbed and I know I'm like still weird postpartum hormonal but like I who I couldn't get over it. Whoever writes the lines for the for vision, like I, I need to have a conversation with that guy because one why do you have to punish everyone and punch he writes everybody, his own lines. Punch what? I'm just kidding, don't oh. listen to me. Like, punch everyone right in the fucking feels, but two, like, how how dare you poetically just fucking ruin my life. Oh, God, please stop. <laughs> it's so worth watching. You need to finish it. It's so I worth watching. I got, like, three episodes left. It's, it's worth it. Uh, it's so, worth it. speaking of vision, though, I did watch um, a new show that... Well, it isn't really that new, but it's new for me on Netflix because I needed something kind of just, like dull mm-hmm. if that makes sense like just kind of like matter of fact instead of like fuck me in the feels mm-hmm. and it was a manhunt of unabomber oh i've heard that's hella good it is so good and he actually plays the unabomber oh paul bettany yeah nice and he does a phenomenal job at it oh phenomenal oh cool yeah. i love how you say you needed something like boring to watch and it's the unabomber i said dull it didn't say boring <laughs> I need something dull to watch, and it's the Unabomber. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's where we're at here. (laughs) At least just for me. Oh, man. But yeah, so I'm looking forward to, what is it, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier next. Yes, because, you know, Sebastian Stan. You know, sometimes I think he's cute, and sometimes I don't think he's cute. I think he looks really good as, like, a 50s, like, kind of dude like that and like a tux and everything oh spicy like a madman yeah i don't know about that but i don't know long hair he looks like a no like when he's got a nice short hair like he 
Now, he looks phenomenal. <laughs> All right, I'll let you have that. Apparently, they want him to play young Luke Skywalker. Um, And I've seen, like, he the looks, crossover, he and it looks pretty, really close. Yeah, he looks very close. It's pretty impressive, honestly. So, I'm down for that. Yeah. Plus um, him with a lightsaber, and maybe next to, like, Adam Driver. I don't... Adam Driver says wanna... he will never go back to Star Wars again. I don't blame Most of the people from the sequels say that they will not go back. Yeah. Um, I, I saw this funny post that was, like... It was a Mark Hamill giving an interview. And mm-hmm. he's like, you know, I love Star Wars. He's all dressed up. Mm-hmm. And then it's uh, Harrison Ford giving an interview. And he's like... They were like... Oh, what did uh, you shoot first, or did uh, what's his face shoot first? And he was like, "I don't give a fuck." Like, and they were like, "Oh, it's the difference between uh, asking for royalties across time, which is what Mark Hamill did, and then asking for your pay up front, which I guess is what Harrison Ford did." So Harrison Ford doesn't really get any money from like extra promotions. Of, oh, of the. Whereas Mark Hamill does still oh. get royalties. But yeah, Harrison Ford didn't think that Star Wars was going to be successful. And most people didn't. So yeah, it makes sense that he chose to just be paid up front. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, man. But yeah, please finish WandaVision so I don't have to feel alone. I'm going to just FaceTime you and watch, make you watch it with me again. <laughs> if I got to go through it, you got to go through it again. Okay. Well, that's Nova. She's saying hello, and we're gonna wrap this up now because she's she's obviously here. So, um, yeah, like us and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at uh, the Creepin Pod on Instagram the, and the Creepin Podcast on Facebook. <laughs> um, uh, what else? Is there, I guess that's we're, all we have. We're, we're on Spotify. Well, I mean, I guess if you're listening to episode six, you found us. Yeah. I don't know. But it, it, I'm it, still trying to get us on <laughs> other shit, and it's weird. Some people want you to, like, sell only sell their ads ever, if we ever sell ads, which is weird to me. And then other people, like, want to tell you what to do. So, mm. I don't know. I'll, I'll have to keep tinkering with it. But, um, yeah. Uh... So yeah, we will um we'll catch you next week, I guess. Alright, that's all I got. Yeah. Cool. Alright, say bye Nova. Oh no, you don't oh, want to talk. Okay, now she's gonna be quiet. Alright. <laughs> bye guys. Alright guys, bye. Oh there she hit the mic for you. <laughs>